Francisco 49 is deep in the heart. Like Joe Montana in the corner, deep Clark. Garrison Hurst, stiff farm going 99. Don't get it twisted, one and all with prime time. John Taylor, Jerry Rice down the sideline. NDB, greatest owner of all time. Groovy, Walgren, Bill Belichick were all students of Bill Walsh. Don't ever forget. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of the 49er Faithful UK show. I'm Paul Hope and tonight I'm joined on this Victory Monday by my fellow Club 85 founding members, Lee Gowland. Hello. Gareth Ellis. Hello. And the newest member of the Jimmy G fan club, Naji Kara. <laughs> Hello. No quite. Reme- but... re- remember, Naji, I have the screenshots from the podcast group. I can share them if needed. <laughs> the... oh, no, not, I'm not hiding from what I said, uh, you know. So, obviously, before we get into the game, um, just wanted to offer our condolences to Dante Johnson and his family for the sad loss. I'm sure everyone who's a 49ers fan will have seen the news. So on that note, I just wanted to offer all our condolences. Before yep. we um, get into the game, do we reckon that had an impact, lads? Or no, I, I mean, I don't think I don't think the team knew it was so sudden. Um, but um, I mean, sometimes tragedy just kind of help everybody. Just you know, sticking together and. Playing for something bigger than just the game, Some, sometimes it might help a little bit. Um, but as you said, I think all condolences to him, his family. Um, not something you know that's easy to go through. Um, so right decision to not play the game and sort everything that he needs to sort out. And yeah, all the best to him and his family. Hopefully, we can see him soon and he can make an impact to push the playoffs. Yeah, completely agree with that, Naji. There's nothing worse than losing a parent. Um, I can imagine what he was going through. Uh, I've been there myself, and it's not a great feeling. Um, as far as impacting the team is concerned, like Nadji says, it happened so close to the game that I, I don't think the players knew about it. As far as impact, then it obviously had the impact that uh, Dundee Johnson was probably going to start opposite uh, Josh Norman. Um, so it just meant that there was a third stringer playing. And as the result stands for itself, it didn't really impact the outcome, um, but it possibly made it a little bit closer than what uh, we thought it might have been, or that we hoped it might have been. Like you said, Lee, um, obviously the 49ers left Cincinnati last night with our fourth win in five games. It took overtime for us to close this one out, which, as I was saying, years off air, Tracy was delighted with as she decided (laughs) to stay up and watch the game. (laughs) <laughs> However, she was very impressed as clutch Jimmy Garoppolo showed up to lead the team to a 26-23 victory. Meaning both myself and Lee were right in calling for a victory in the preview show. Well Lee done. predicted, yeah, thank you. <laughs> Lee predicted a 27 to 24 victory. I predicted a 30 to 27 victory. So we weren't too far away. I'm sure, like me, gentlemen. You all went through every emotion possible during that one last night. We've coined the phrase the roller coaster on this show, and it definitely was that. Um, (laughs) Before we get into the game, I just want to say thank you to everybody who contributed to the game day thread last night. Yet again, we had over 1,200 comments, and I personally think it helps to know 
you're not the only one sat at home daft o'clock in the morning on said roller coaster ride. That said, how are you all feeling on this victory Monday, gentlemen? I'm actually feeling quite amused. <laughs> and the reason I say that is, obviously, we, other than Naji, I think uh, Gareth, Paul, you were both in the game day thread. Naji was in the uh, the podcast group thread. Um, that that was away from the the main group. And what I noticed is we were getting a load of comments throughout the game, throughout regulation. <laughs> the second Robbie Gold missed that field goal to take to take the game into <laughs> overtime, everything kind of went dead. <laughs> it yeah. seemed to take forever for somebody for somebody to put a comment in the game day thread, and I think yeah. that's because everybody was stunned. <laughs> so I yeah. just thought that was really funny to see that. Yeah. Yeah, I think, well, I mean, roller coaster is probably the best definition, isn't it? It's just, uh, yeah, standard Niners Sunday, isn't it? Could have been easy, but decided not to again. Yeah. <laughs> okay. uh, no no such thing as an easy game being a Niner fan. No, There's not no, absolutely, no. But to be honest, I mean, I, I think that's why we like the NFL, because every game can be like that. Every game is exciting. Yeah. Generally, the all come down to the last few minutes of a game, which is what you want. You want something to be close enough that it's exciting at the end, and that's why we like it. Um, yeah. Having a blow like the uh, the Chiefs against the uh, the Raiders, that, that's just boring. That it is. It feels good though if you win that game, but it's it is boring to watch. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the the thing with with games like yesterday is it's it feels so much better to be on the right side of it yeah. um and it feels pretty horrible to be on the wrong side of it um but which we, yeah which we were a week ago yeah which well i mean kind of i guess yeah um, but you can imagine you know the saints game in 2019 if we lose that, if we lose yesterday i think we feel a whole lot different um but yeah yeah you're right that's why we love the game i think there's no many sports in a in the world that can produce that kind of thing on a weekly basis. <laughs> you know, two 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 games yesterday that started at the same time and did pretty much exactly the same way. So it's um yeah, it's a crazy league for sure. The thing is, Nadji, it's one of those Adam, I get asked on a regular basis, why do you stay up? Why do you watch the NFL? Why American football? And I'm not a massive Formula One fan. I tuned in yesterday at the finale and I was pretty bored until the last lap. <laughs> and I guess that doesn't happen all the time with what happened. And again, in our game yesterday, 20 to 6 in the fourth quarter, Tracy pops red in the door. Nearly over yet? Yeah, we're winning. It'll be all right. Then it's got two quick touchdowns. Then we so mark the field. And yeah, it's Tracy's fault. We'll blame Tracy. And then she's like, nearly over yet and I was like well Robbie just have to kick this in and we've won and every emotion and like you said Lee the group chats the game day threads I mean <laughs> I'm in a, a group chat with lads from different teams and I was giddy I was down I was like blaming the referees at one point I was blaming everything else and then you win and you think yeah this is why I support the team you know half past one this morning trying to switch off because I had an early start at work but it's always better to get up on Victory Monday when you're feeling tired. What do you think, Gareth? Well, the game, yeah. yeah. I, I found it quite a satisfying uh, game, actually. I mean, yeah, a bit roller coaster, but 
uh, we had a chance to win it at the end, as you said, with Robbie, and he missed it. And um, we we took our other chance to to win it in overtime. Uh, it's that in, infuriating game where you see good Jimmy and you see bad Jimmy. Um, yeah. When uh, when you get a win, uh, it's easy to focus on the good Jimmy side. Um, but you know we can't ignore all the limitations. But he engineered a good drive and he got us a good win. So. Uh, Strange game, I thought. Another strange game. We've had a couple in a row now. Um, I think that's uh, it's a win that just sets us up nice for the next games. I'm going to pick up Jimmy a little bit there. I, I don't think we saw bad Jimmy last night. I, I think we saw inconsistent Jimmy last night. I think we've got a we've got a good Jimmy. We've got a great Jimmy, a good Jimmy, an inconsistent Jimmy, <laughs> a bad Jimmy, and then there's oh dear God, get him off the team, Jimmy. Yeah. What about and, Clutch and Jimmy? Was, clutch Jimmy yeah, Lee. That, was, that was great. That was the great Jimmy. Yeah. Yeah. Because he, he led the team down twice for game winning drives, yeah. only for Robbie Cole to send us into overtime. And, well, I mean, uh, you say he led the team, but some of those throws on both of those drives, if if it's not for Jolt Kill absolutely being a monster, um, I don't think he gets it either. Some of those throws went necessarily right on the money and i'm not i'm not saying he didn't play well he played really really well um but so, sorry what, what am i hearing here yeah <laughs> what, what, can, no uh, it did uh, i, I think that, i think there's some feedback coming back from your mic there now <laughs> i can definitely hear something no definitely you know he i'm i'm not gonna shy away from me he had some horrendous for you know <laughs> that sounds like a hype train no oh. not quite not quite not quite um but I mean, I'm I'm on the train as much as I can ever be, I guess, because I don't really do hype trains. But you know, he had some clutch throws. I think the best throw that I've seen him throw it quite 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 a long time and is the one to Jarman Jennings, the back shoulder throw on that mm. last drive in regulation. That's the, that's what I want to see from him. Um, you know, it's it's on the money. Even the one to Ayuk where he couldn't quite get his foot down in the, in the end zone. It's just it's on the money. It's either caught. Or incomplete, and it, it can't be intercepted. That's what you want to see from an NFL quarterback. Um, and no, he played well. You know, uh, we said in in a preview, and wrongly so that he couldn't win us a game, and and yesterday he did. But as you said, the problem is, uh, is this is probably it, isn't it? That, that'll probably be his best game of the year, and and now we're gonna have to contend with other Jimmys. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but I mean, maybe not. Maybe maybe he's, he's a, he'll have a, a better game next week. But you know, it's it's yeah, it's his inconsistency. You know, the hospital balls, a couple of ones yesterday that could have you know ended and ended some seasons, and and then George being George basically. Do you think we have not success on offense because we now have three consistent receivers mm. who can all bring the ball in? We've got That's George Kittle. We've got the running backs. We've got Juice as well. We've got so many weapons now on offense who are doing it on a weekly basis that no longer can a defense turn up and just single out George Kittle or single out Debo because we've got Ayuk. We've got Joan Jennings. I think he had a great game last night. I think he had a quietly great game for what he did. Um, And then you've got Juice. Juice pulling out runs, pulling out catches. And I think now the way the team is set up, I think it's set up to give us the best possible chance of winning with our offense rather than our defense. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with the defense. Don't get us yeah. wrong. 
But I think our offense is now at the point where it hasn't been as good as this since probably the early 2011, 2012s when Harbour took over. And yeah. even then, when you look at those teams, we, we had some good pieces on the team on offense, but I don't think we had the weapons that we do now. Yeah. Because Kittle's definitely better than Vernon Davis. And that's not a slight on Vernon Davis, because Vernon Davis was a hell of a hell of a tight end. Oh, but yeah. Kittle is a step above that. Kittle is elite, whereas Vernon Davis was very good. Mm-hmm. Then you have a look at the wide receivers we had back then. Michael Crabtree, he he was good, yeah. but he wasn't yeah. elite. We, yeah. we never tended to have that elite wide receiver. Randy Moss came in, but it was it was at the tail end of his career. You could see he was slow. He was chasing the ring. He, he was just trying to get there before he retired. So wide receiver-wise, I don't think we were great then. But you look at the team now, and I've got every confidence in Debo, Ayuk, John Jennings. I think three of them are playing excellent. Trent Sherfield, again, he turns up when he's required and he makes plays. He doesn't need to catch the ball to make plays. He, he just puts people off because he is a very good route runner. And yeah, you you forgot Travis Benjamin. <laughs> no, no. Believe oh, me, I oh. did not forget Travis Benjamin. <laughs> Hang on, Nadji. Don't undo all your good work. I was, was going to say... No, he's just jumped, upset me. <laughs> jumped on what least. I know. I was going to say, oh, you've brought back horrible memories there, Nadji. I was going to say, credit where credit due, both to yourself, Nadji. And Jimmy G, because at the start of the show there, I threw that in and I knew you'd take it as it was intended. You did put in the group chat last night. Jimmy was playing well. And like you said, Lee, gets a lot of hate. And yet, with the first on the short, we admit, far from perfect. And this may surprise you, but even the most loyal of fans, and Neil Watson, I mean you, he questions Jimmy at times. Like you said, Lee, we've seen the inconsistent, we've seen the high throws. But last night, the Bengals stopped the run. 23 carries we had yesterday for only 100 yards. So Kyle had to put the ball in, in Jimmy's hands. And you're right, Nadji, some of the throws weren't great. But I tell you what, that last drive, Kyle Shanahan called six passes. Jimmy completed six passes. And yes, you're right, late, elite George Kittle. Some of those catches from Kittle yesterday, unbelievable. I mean, we're very biased on this show, which my friends point out to me on a regular basis. But I think they'd have to agree with us that George Kittle is the best tight end in football. That lad, what what he can do, unbelievable. And it's nice, Nadji, for you to come on and to tip your hat to, to Jimmy. Like you said, that pass to Jennings, that was unbelievable. Yeah, that was pretty. That was pretty. Yeah, um, Gareth has been quiet again today, so I'm going to leave the floor to him. That's fine. Right. I think it, it bodes well. We're getting to the business end of the season. Yeah. And our top players were at the top of their game, which is you know, Bosa, right. Ebo, Kittle, as you've as you've mentioned. And it's it's a good time for those players to be pulling out their best games. And we, we do seem to be growing into the season still from yeah. that sort of sticky bit in the middle. So I think you've, you've also mentioned, you know, you need one of those players to shine to make a push in the playoff. And I think, you know, Jennings Wilson played pretty well, I think. Um, so it's good to see, isn't it? Well, look at Ayuk. A couple of weeks ago, Nadji, the, the the talk is Ayuk's in the doghouse. People are dropping yeah. him from the fantasy teams. And that touchdown last night, it was up there for me with his leap over the Eagles defender. I mean, first glance, I was like, is he in? Is, is, is it from the one-yard line? I jumped off my couch. I knew it was in. <laughs> I was just <laughs> like, he's in. 
Have you seen the Kyle Shanahan Debo Samuel? So Debo Samuel talked after the game and he was the same as you and Adji was like, that was in. I was stood next to Kyle and I was like, that's in. And Kyle Shanahan was like, I'm not celebrating until <laughs> they call it in. And then apparently on the pitch, one of the refs had said the kill zero chance that was a touchdown. So obviously when they called it, like you said, yeah. Adji, the, the relief, the emotion. Mm. Oh, I considered it was half one-ish in the morning. I leapt off the couch, but I did have to try and be quiet yeah, yeah. as best I could. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, we, let's talk about our running game because, you know, considering what we had to do, to do you know, player-wise, and I thought, we, I thought we were pretty good at it. And I, the Bengals' plan was to basically do what everybody's doing against us, which is putting on Jimmy's shoulders by stopping the run. And I... I I think we played really well in the run. We had some clutch one, especially in the last drive. We started on a I think it was like on tenth or something, fifteenth, and we had two two or three runs by Wilson to get us first downs, which were absolutely hundred percent clutch to get us to you know, to score, to get to, to overtime. Uh, no, sorry, to when was it? I can't remember. I uh, mixed emotions and all that. It was um, fourth. It was in the fourth quarter. He had um, back-to-back ten-yard runs to help yeah, drive the clock it. down in the fourth quarter. Um, oh, it was to set like, up the Robbie Gold uh, yeah. thing, which obviously ultimately didn't matter. But um, yeah, I, you know, I think it was pretty good. And I, Gareth, you you must have enjoyed Tom Conton. <laughs> I think he played he played really, really, really well. He did, uh, which is which bodes well uh, for the future. And yeah. you know, w- whether we're going to keep McGlinchey or no, and what, you know, that's it, it was a good sign seeing him. Uh, those blocks he, he threw out there, and even the broadcast, you know, outlined it. Um, I thought that was that was excellent. So, did did anybody notice what the the Bengals did to try and stifle our run game? So, I, I spoke about it uh, on the preview show. DJ Reader in uh, their defensive interior, he normally plays to the left of the center. They had him playing to the right of the center, in between the gap between. Um, Trent Williams and uh, Tomlinson, which is where we normally run to. That's where we get our success from. Now, if you have a look at the NFL next-gen stats, it actually backs that up because to the left of centre, where we would normally run, we didn't have anywhere near as much production as going to the right in between Brunskill and Compton, and that's where we're getting our runs from. So that's what they did to try and slow us down on, on the run, and it worked. Saying that though, Lee, like what Nadji said, what I was impressed with last night was when Wilson did rush, I mean, 13 times he rushed and it was only 56 yards it showed, but it was about 4.3 yards a carry and it, it, it wasn't anything, it was solid running, wasn't it, Nadji? He knew he wasn't going to get far and it was kind of, like you said, Lee, kind of pounding the rock a little bit, but then opening the ball up. But um, Nick Bosa, I know I'm jumping all over, being horse, it's my prerogative, but <laughs> Nick Bosa for me last night, unbelievable. Um, I'm so glad he managed to get his sack because there was plenty of time when Burrow kind of extended the play. <laughs> and Bosa was like tracking him down and Burrow would just get the ball away. But um, I must admit, Najee, when Burrow got that touchdown to chase, it was like Russell Wilson. It just didn't, He was running around, running around. I thought, where's he going? Yeah. And shock horror. Through it, I thought, oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, he's pretty good. It, it appears that good. Bosa lost half a sack overnight. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he's on two and a half sacks on the broadcast. And when I've woken up this morning, he's only been accredited with two. And I think they've given that other half a sack to Arden Key. Yeah. 
They yeah. have it's when he sure. they chased him out of uh, Playley. They were talking about it on Good Morning Football today, and, and Peter Schrager was quite annoyed about it. Actually, he was. I want it back. That should be Nick Bosa's sack. Um, yeah. uh, the, and the the Ambry Thomas um, hands and, the face. Yeah, so that would have one been three as well, which was a bit. Yeah. It was very soft. <laughs> and, and he went and did exactly the same thing again a few plays later. Mm. No, so the first one was the pick. The Jimmy yeah. Walt pick. And then the, the second one was the boss of Sack. Right. Which was, the, the first the, one was the right. pick by. Who Jimmy was the Walt, pick by? He, oh, he should sorry. have never had a J- Jamal Chase would have been open if he didn't get his, his <laughs> hand in the face. Um, he didn't move on the play. Just watch the play. He didn't move. Simple. He didn't move at the ball's yeah. front to him. Anyway. Um, it's okay, the the second one was really, really, really soft, though. Um, the first one is, you can tell Jamal Chase is clearly late because of the hands to the face. But the first one is literally just grazed him on the sh- on the shin or whatever. And it's just like, what's going on here? <laughs> Let the rookie go. <laughs> it's a rookie, for God's sake. Poor guy. Could anyway. have been worse. It could have been worse. I mean, your man Hufanga got beat as well, didn't he, by Chase? Yeah, what? I mean, that's impossible to cover. You can't cover somebody that long it's, it, with damage space. It's With your back to where the ball is, it's just, there's no way you're going to win now, ever. I don't, I don't get, you know, I don't get upset on that. But let's, let's talk about Ambry Thomas. What do you think, Gareth? I think it's a bit, it's a bit rocky, wasn't it? It's a bit, you got a bit, beat. I mean, yeah, a bit rocky, a couple of penalties, but no defensive pass interference. And, and to be honest, I expected to potentially be hearing his name more because I thought they were really gonna gonna pick on him. But maybe the uh, the wide open spaces that Josh Norman leads uh, leaves on the other side were just too tempting. So I think I, overall our secondary seem seem to be fairly well organised. I think it's got it seems to know its limitations, um, and you know you know that Josh Norman's not going to be tight in in coverage, and they, they seem to have adapted. But uh, obviously, Cincinnati found the holes in the secondary a little bit. So um, yeah. something we we are we've identified as potential ongoing problem. Um, I, I, I was I was very surprised was... of the, the game plan. I mean, if it was me, Zach Taylor, if it had been Zach Taylor, I would have I would have thrown it to to those corners, you know, like straight, straight away in the whole game, pretty much. But yeah, I think I've, I'm really happy the way. Um, our defensive coordinator, um, the name is blanking me right Demico now. Demeco Ryan's. Uh, Ryan's, thank you. Me. Um, I'm really happy with the the game plan and putting too high and playing too high and ba- basically daring uh, the Bengals to run uh, the ball on us. Um, I, I don't know what you thought about that, guys, but that, I think that was quite a mature way of approaching the game and and it, it worked for almost you know three and a half quarters. So. Kudos to him on that. Um, yeah, and obviously, you, obviously you can't. yeah, yeah. I thought it was quite clever, like you said, Nancy. He went for a primarily zone style of defence, and you've you've said it quite well there. He was goading them to run, sit deep, come on, then Burrows beat us. However, it kind of looked like you said he'd found the formula when Burrows started to air it out in the fourth quarter. I was I was fearing the worst, but let's face it. Thomas has had to literally wait for every other player in his position to be unavailable before they've put him in. So I'm not going to beat up too no, much on the and, guy. And as, as as I always say, you you only get better playing football by playing football. Uh, it, you're not going to get better by practicing. It's it's the, the intensity of practice, and it's it's a, it's a very abstract thing that you can't 
And unless you've played the game, and I'm pretty sure it's even more pronounced at their level because it's you know so much better. Um, but there, you cannot replicate game day by any means in practice. There's nothing you can do in practice that will ever emulate what happens on a Sunday. Um, I don't really understand why and, and how, and I've had coaches that have tried by God knows how many different uh, things. And even if you yourself put 100% of what you've got in every practice session, somehow, some, some way, Sunday just feels different, and it is different. So I, you can't blame somebody for jumping in like this last second notice as well, as we said, because I'm guessing Dante Johnson was supposed to start until he, he had to go away. Um, to be thrown in, he's only got beat twice because the, the first, we got a bit lucky on that Jamal Chase catch, which would have been absolutely incredible. Uh, but he bobbled the ball. So he, he, he got beat twice quite badly. But uh, yeah, I don't mind this. I'd rather him getting beat deep twice than watching Josh Norman celebrating again when he gets beaten and somebody drops the ball. <laughs> yeah, you know, he, he, he could have had a, a much worse uh, yeah. view. So, you know, he seemed to sort of perhaps, yeah, be holding his own by the end of it. So You know, six tackles, it's it's not, he, he's up there, he's, he's getting his neck in and, you know, and as I said, it's, it's positive reps. You know, he's going to get better by, by this. And Jamal Chase would have teaching, you know, taught him a few things. And next game, it'll be better. And next game, it'll be better. And eventually, look, you look at, uh, you know, um, corners from, from last year, like Eric Stokes from the Packers and uh, the guy from the, the Cowboys. I forgot his name now. That has a million picks. The safety, um, Trevon Diggs. Uh, Trevon Diggs, yeah. He was terrible last year. Absolutely goddamn awful. And now he's, you know, up, up there. Corner is a very, very difficult position to play, especially in the NFL. Um, yeah, and you have to remember our two rookies didn't play yeah. last year. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So yeah, the rusty. So, absolutely. So, you know, I I think this is great for the team in, in the future as well to have him in there. And Ufangu seems to be playing more and more as well. They find a way to, you know, rotate Jimmy Ward out and 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 him in there so that's that's a good thing um but yeah our defense was i think it's our defense that kept kept us in the game um and our special team which mm. is nice for a change <laughs> yeah two muffed punt return attempts yeah it's nice to see us being on the positive side for both of them yeah. and turn them into we have points. a car crash uh, helping the team <laughs> it wasn't yeah. all good we touched upon robbie gould i mean to be fair we won the game, but Jason upon air went off it on Twitter. He's not a fan of uh, Robbie Gould and the what? talk about cutting him for next year. What? That's going to cost us eight million. So I know each to their own. You've got to have an angle, I suppose. We you can't complain, the... Nadji, because you're on the Jimmy G hype train. And oh, for I'm me, not, there's not, a lot of people happy, but I'm tongue in cheek, mate. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but no um, coming to, to Robbie Gould, I think. When the the broadcaster said he'd made twenty one out of twenty one fourth quarter to tie or win it, I was just like, "Why did you say that? Yeah, you've, just, you've just jinxed him, hundred um, percent." But yeah, the fact you when can't Jimmy threw those two, when Jimmy threw those two throws as well, like he was yeah. blatantly not trying to make a pass. Like you said, Magic yeah. was too perfect, wasn't it? It was like, yeah, he's missing this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you can't. We we can't cut. 21 out of 22 to win the game or tie it. That's, that's mm. just legendary. Um, let's hope he takes a pay cut because he's getting paid quite a bit of money. Though. 
We need that money. I need to sign Nick also. <laughs> yeah, we, we need yeah, that money we, to keep Jimmy G. Oh, God, no. Send him to the Panthers. <laughs> oh, don't ruin it now, Nadji. Neil, Neil Watson's got you on his Christmas card list, mate. Don't be ruining it now. A lot of people are <laughs> uh, expecting it, different, hence why at the start of the show I said I've got the screenshots, so fair play to you. Because, will, like will, you said... I will, I will happily keep him as a backup. I think he's a, I think he's a very, very good backup. Mm. <laughs> and isn't it funny we've got all this far into Shirley and Debo Samuel I mean obviously well, his touchdown was awesome but yeah, obviously last night he was on a pitch count wasn't it yeah I was going to say it was more Ayuk Kittle obviously they didn't rush him back in I was a little bit nervous when Debo was mainly a running back wasn't he he wasn't really I think he was targeted once got one reception and then his rushing touchdown but it was great to see another tippy tappy touchdown like Kittles last week. It's excitement. What more could 49er fans want in the UK, Lee? Yeah, this game definitely. had everything. Well, they, they could have wanted it to be over in regulation. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I certainly wanted it to be over in regulation. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm still suffering for it now. Yeah, could have been worse. Though. It could have been the prime time time game that goes to overtime. Yeah, what would he want that? Yeah. Now, he had 55 snaps, which I didn't realise. Um, it's quite it's quite a bit actually. I thought he was on a pitch count, but um, maybe the Bengals actually double covered Debo or something. But th- this is why I think you know you, you touched on it earlier. Um, we're rounding up to be very complete, and if if Jimmy can just play like this, um, which is basically mistake free apart from that that throw to JC Bates, which was you know pre telegraphed and would have been a bad pick, but. If you can, if you can avoid these, and uh, then we can almost forgive the the high balls and all that because you know it just happened, and George is gonna catch them anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Um, you know, we can win the game with either Brandon Ayuk and Samuel on the air, or you know, and and Carroll, or we can you know pound the rock with Mitchell and and Wilson. It's we're rounding up to be. Quite difficult to to play against and to plan what we can do, um, and it's all going to be on Jimmy, unfortunately. <laughs> I want to say because we know he he could either have a game like this or he could you know have a game like last week against the Seahawks, which you know you can argue he lost us the game. But so yeah, it, but you know as as Gareth said, we're this is now is a good time to start getting good, um, and, and you know the win yesterday. Um, if we can win against the Falcon and Texans, which aren't hard games to win by any means, um, any stretch of the imagination, then, you know, that's it when we'll be at the very least nine and eight. And I think, and it looks like that should be enough to get us in a playoff. And then now we can, you know, maybe beat the Titans because they're a little bit on demand and everything. And then, and, and then the Rams on the last game to go, you know, 11 and six, which would be, Considering where we were a few weeks ago, a pretty successful season, I think. And I'm yeah. pretty sure. Did I predict 12 and 4? So I think I did predict 12 and 4. Which oh, I think be 12 and 4. 12 and 5, I missed. Mean, yeah, I think 12 and 5 was the most popular yeah. regular season record when we did the poll at the start of the season. It's it's definitely attainable. Um, but then, you know, it, it just means if we, even if we can win the next three and, you know, beat the Titans find a way to beat them. Um, doesn't look like they'll have Henry, but they'll have Brown, Brown and Jones. Um, if we can beat them uh, and be 10 and 
10 and 6 at a time. It, it might not even matter what we do against the Rams. And we can rest people to... Well, just to rein you back start. in there, Nadji, week to week, we're not breaking no, the No, no, I know, I know. We can't look it, too far ahead. <laughs> I, I, I agree, but this is why, I, I, uh, to me, it was very important to win this game. Because it not means, it, it, you know, because of the schedule. Uh, and yeah, it, it won't mean anything if we lose next week. Uh, this week, come in. So, um, ne- so next week is a huge game because if we beat the Falcons next week, yeah, then three out of the four teams who are one game back, we, we hold the tiebreaker over them because we yeah, beat yeah. them all. So it is a huge game next week. So if we go on to win next week, we are very well placed to go to the uh, postseason. And it was good to see Lee, like you said, there, Kittle. Last three, last two weeks, he's had twenty-seven targets, thirty-eight percent of the share. 22 receptions, 332 yards for those of you that like stats, three touchdowns. I mean, the, the touchdown he got set his single-season career best mark of six. Like you said, Nadji, nice. a lot of talk a couple of weeks ago was stop Debo, you stop the 49ers. Now you've got Kittle to contend with. Oh, now you've got Ayuk to contend but the, with. The good thing about Kittle thing is that everybody knows the ball's going to him and he still catches it. That's that's what, it's impressive. You know that, that spin move he did, that catch and that spin move. I thought you'd like that, and yeah. everything about him, it was just awesome. Like you said, but that, 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 you know, that third like down, circus. third and five when he catches for nine on slide to to keep the get drive going in in overtime. Yeah. That everybody knows he's getting the ball, everyone, and yeah, he's still getting it, which is crazy. It's very. Hard we said to it do. a couple of weeks ago. Rogers goes to Adams, Mahomes goes to Hill. These, yeah. This happens, and like you said, it's nice that that chemistry is building. And I mean, Lee, before we finish, I don't know if you've seen in the group earlier, you've got an honorary mention. So we're at the part of the show where Richard Jonah Jones oh, yes. put a public yes. apology. So for those of you that aren't aware, um, he suggested that prior to the trade deadline, we should consider trading George Kittle. And he was rightly dismissed, he says, by Lee Gowland on the podcast. So sorry, Richard, had to bring that in there tonight, mate. We do accept your apology. And we'll Indeed. consider this your application to join Club 85. <laughs> yeah. And didn't you have, didn't someone ask you a question, Lee? They you did. They did. Just the before getting the question, uh, I just want to point out something that uh, nobody's picked up on. Um, so that was the first game since week three that Mixon didn't have a Russian touchdown. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, the, I think Alsha here and Warner found their groove. Um Played really, really well. Um, I'm, I'm a bit concerned about Warner's tackling. Um, he's missed a couple, just sliding over people. But apart from that, I think, yeah, our defense has played really, really well. They kept us in that game and, it, you know, it was 20-6 for a reason. Does anybody have an update on Alshier's shoulder injury? Uh, no. Realize yeah. Yeah, he left the game, Nadji, he didn't, he didn't come yeah. back in. Um, I mean, he still got 11 tackles, a sack, yeah. three tackles for a loss and a pass broken up. But yeah, um, I think they were waiting for the conferences today, Lee, so I didn't know whether that was before or after. Right. Or, you know, and Shanahan does his conference call yeah. and the talk so, about So those it, so... 11 tackles were all in the first half. <laughs> yeah, he did that last week as well. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, them two will get the nudge. I mean, I know all pro Fred's your boy. He's still one of the best in the league. I mean, obviously, yeah, I mean, we haven't seen a, the best of him this year, but... 
he's having a down season. I think it usually happens when you get paid yeah, for one reason or another. I think he's trying to eat, try to do too much. And then and there's also the fight that offenses are skimming against him because they know he's very good. So it's it's a lot harder to, to make an impact when people are running away from you. Um, but yeah, yeah I, I, the thing is, it, it doesn't really matter if Bosa is do, as dominant as he is. And, you know, if if our secondary can just just hold on the way the way they, they did yesterday. Um, it'll, it'll, they'll make some plays, and then when Greenlow is back, um, it's going to be a bit of a head scratcher for for the Michael Ryan's because um, because we played two, to two, have. two. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, even you know, in terms of contract in the future, because I didn't realize this, but Al Shayer is only in his third year, so mm-hmm. um, so we got another two of you know cheap cheap good plays if he carries on playing like that, which is which is great. I was going to say, Lee, um, I know you mentioned Bosa with his two sacks, but I didn't realise that, that that put him on 14, which is the best or highest total, sorry, since Alden Smith yeah, that's in correct. 2012. So that was oh, wow. quite good to see. And he's only going to get more, isn't he? I think I thought the defensive line played well. Um, mm. I, I mean, we were worried about Joe Burrow coming into this game. And I know the Bengals haven't got the greatest offensive line, but... Yeah, it was great to see. I think Arden Key and Ibukam each got, was it a career? A sack, like half yeah. a sack each. Or, yeah, and yeah like they got you half a sack. The Joe um, Mixon. I mean, I didn't realise that. Yeah, was uh, accredited with a sack as well. So, oh, was it? You know, yeah. okay. considering where we were last week, you know, we were on the roller coaster. We were on the, the depths of despair losing to the Seahawks. And then you come back to this. Like you said, Nadji, massive win last night. I, for one, are going to enjoy it. And I make no apology to people following me on Twitter all day to day. There's been 49 and stuff tweeted, retweeted. I'm enjoying this one and I'm going to enjoy it until the weekend. But uh, Victory Monday. Yeah. Big win. Right, right let's, is... get, let's get back to this question before we, uh, oh, yeah. before we shoot off. So this question has come in from Seb Chanda. Um, so what we've decided to do is do exactly the same as we did with the last question and actually put it out to the group. So we'll put our answers in the... The, um, the post about the podcast, but this is the question. Aside from not giving up penalties, what are the top three weaknesses our defensive backs need to fix? Top three, okay. <laughs> We're just trying a new interactive section. No, it's so good. It's, good. It's, a good, it's a good question. Um, so three, can... three weaknesses is a lot, though. I was just thinking that, yeah, I think that's quite a lot. Especially when you take away penalties, because I mean that's yeah, the yeah. obvious one. That's the obvious one. Yeah. And um, I was going to mention it tonightly before before we finish. At the weekend, um, myself and Lee were contacted by a New York Giant Jets fan. He has a spare, brand new Forty ers cap that he wished to donate to the group, so he's sending it across to myself. Once I've received the cap, we will do a hat giveaway on the show. Um, nice. Nadji, you had quite a good suggestion, so we'll we'll, we'll um, obviously let people know more. But just to keep listening on the pod, so we'll we'll say something on the pod, and then we'll get people uh, obviously tweet out, retweet, and then obviously the winner will be selected yeah, at random. It'll have to be uh, you have to listen to the pod to to win yeah. it. Basically, we'll um, we'll make that a, um, a requirement. So just that was something else. I don't think there's any other. Customer service announcements or public service announcements is the lay. I did get a little bit of stick 
off a couple of people because Spotify wasn't working. Not saying that was okay. your fault, mate. I'm just, uh, it's quite nice <laughs> that people are missing. So I was getting texts, not on Spotify yet. I was thinking, well, I get mine off Apple Podcasts. So I text you and yeah, then I see so someone else had I'm, put it in the group as well. I'm kind of hoping it uploads tonight to Spotify and it kickstarts it in again. Because uh, I've done all the troubleshooting that both Podbean and Spotify suggested. I've re-verified the link. The RSS feed has never changed. So it's the same feed. Um, so I've just set it up from the beginning. The only thing I can do next, if it doesn't go up tonight, is basically delete the Spotify connection altogether and start from scratch on Spotify. Now, I'm going to assume that it'll pull in everything from the feed. So it'll pull in every single episode we've ever done rather than start from scratch again and pull in the latest one. So I, th I think that's the way Spotify works, which is the way pretty much all of these uh, uh, podcasts, players work. They actually look at the feed and they can pull in all of the episodes. So if it doesn't go up tonight, then that's what I'll do tomorrow. I'll break the link and put it back on again. And then we should be good to go. Yeah, no worries. Like, like you said, also, before we finish off, any feedback? I know people tend to put it in the group, so it is much appreciated. And it is nice to know that there is others just listening. <laughs> listening it isn't just us for talking. But <laughs> once, <laughs> you know, it is, it's nice to know. But thanks once again to everyone who listens and downloads. Please don't forget to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from. Please check out our YouTube channel by searching for 49 of Faithful UK. Until next time, stay safe and go Niners. Go on, the San Francisco 49 is deep in the heart. Like Joe Montana in the corner, deep Clark. Garrison Hurst, Stiff Farm going 99. Don't get it twisted, one it all with prime time. John Taylor, Jerry Rice down the sideline. NDB, greatest owner of all time. Groovy, Walgreens, Bill Belichick, we're all students of Bill Walsh. Don't ever forget.